the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half about to get underway and Celtic have made that change, Mark Wilson. Yeah, listen, I don't think John Kennedy had any option. Um, up there with the poorest uh, fullback performances that I've seen. Um, terrible at defending, but looked like there was a real lack of desire from him as well. So, change needed. Diego Laxalt off, Greg Taylor on, and we're about to get the second half up and running. Goal flashes with Top Scaffolding. For the top team in scaffolding, visit topscaffolding.co.uk. Design, quote, deliver. And with that change, Hugh Keevens, we've seen 45 minutes of football mm-hmm. and one substitution. Yet there is a season's worth of conclusions to be drawn from this. On a positive yeah. side, how effective Rangers have been and how they're winning the game and some of their attacking play. And on Celtic's deficiencies, the fragility yeah. the, the failure to create Too much at one end the, the way you give up Chances at the other And the recruitment the, your, your AC Milan loanee Is hooked after 45 minutes After playing a big part And you conceding the two goals yeah. um, As Celtic go for one right At the start of the second half David Turnbull fires it And it's saved By Alan McGregor well, So like I say 45 minutes And one substitution In many ways Sums up an entire season of football Nine months of misery Summed up in 45 minutes You're right uh, however, Turnbull immediately gives some semblance of hope If Celtic get a goal, quickly enough Then uh, Mark Wilson's 2-2 prediction is in with a shout If Rangers get the next one Then my 3-1 Rangers is in with a shout So uh, the Celtic fans right now are angry But they'll give them the benefit of the doubt That Laxalt has been taking out the firing line uh, Greg Taylor a good going forward A better defender than Laxalt And Turnbull immediately giving them Hope that it's not all over yet Kind of the only sign of hope Most weeks for Celtic Gordon David Turnbull Yeah Yeah you know he can produce something He's he's played particularly well today Gordon for Celtic I know we've had a go at Laxalt Especially Mark And he's loved it Now it'll be a quiet second <laughs> half But <laughs> As much as the boy has been really poor And we're not going to argue the case But if you're John Kennedy You're still looking about Ryan Christie for instance Anonymous Yeah Edward Had one wee half glimpse Elia Nussi needs to step up So Celtic are going to get back in And obviously John's given them a rock Because they've come out And they've started the second half The way they started the first Then they've got to get an early goal And get back in But I just see Rangers being too clever The softest of Giveaways Gives possession back uh, To Rangers They race clear Scott Brown brings down Ryan Kent And he goes into the book In what will be His last cup tie for Celtic uh, Unless things Perk up Pretty soon uh, Morelos came into the shot there And I thought I've hardly noticed Morelos At all But His Anonymity Isn't as important as The anonymity of other players Who are On the park For Celtic uh, Because Ryan Kent's making up For everybody uh, and he's running a mock. Um, Scott Brown's got a bewildered look on his face now. You know, he, he doesn't know how to get Celtic back into this game because it's not the Celtic that he was part of and knew. Uh, as we said earlier, this Celtic side now becoming unrecognisable. Hugh's right, Mark. That's the point. Rangers don't need Alfredo Morelos to be firing, they don't need to be out of second gear to be in front. And that is because they are very efficient And it's also because Celtic Play their part in that as well Yeah um, 
said it before I mean Rangers very very comfortable Just waiting for their opportunities For Celtic to give them the ball back Like we're seeing here And they pick them off They know the back four Celtic is fragile And once you won possession They will get chances Thing is with Scott Brown I don't think Scott Brown's been Particularly bad today I think he's been He's been fine He's you know Flew into a few tackles Won the ball fairly a couple of times But it's the players round about him I think John Kennedy will want more from and uh, you know he can't do it all himself he needs the players at the top end of the pitch Christie and Edward and here comes to play Nathan better. Patterson down Love to sound. the byline but the flag is up well, yeah so he, he needs them to chip in uh, sorry Hugh and, and you know you've seen a flash of Edward there losing the ball all too easy he needs these guys to put in a better second half performance in first half of the game. A, a, a little borderline showboating there from Rangers. You know they were passing it about very, very crisply. I mean they're perfectly entitled to showboat if they if they feel that they are that much in front. But I go back to the point. This is the way it used to look when Brendan Rodgers was Celtic's manager and Rangers were poor. Now it's a three hundred and sixty degree turn, uh, and Celtic just look there for the taking. I agree with you I don't see that hunger That desire um, you, Well you, you kind of see it For like two and three minutes At a time ten, Don't you Yeah And then it goes out them Gordon um, And then what happens is When Rangers are Especially in the first half there The hunger and the desire To go and close down Especially when Rangers Were in the final third Is the most disappointing Now For me Scott Brown Has been Absolutely brilliant You would never criticise a boy I don't think he's having a particular. I think he's chasing shadows At times uh, I don't think McGregor's helping him Because we talk about Christie McGregor was a player that used to dominate games And everybody talk how terrific a player he is I've not seen him doing that just but now he shoved to the left of a diamond You know, so You're changing your shape I think you're taking away from the players That that do a good job Like that says Chris, uh, McGregor and Christie uh, McGregor and Brown At the base of that two Worked fantastically well But you're pushing McGregor Out to the left You're pushing Christie Out to the right I think you're Taking away From the talent That you have uh, I think you're making Excuses Mark To be honest with you um, I just don't Because he's, he's, he's still Almost in that position Is he not Yeah exactly Look where he is are you trying to say there's no difference from playing the base of a 4 2 3 1 to playing left of a diamond? No, it's no, hugely no, different. On paper, yes, but I mean, some of the positions that McGregor's in every time I put my eyes on the screen don't feel like he's. Are we far on the left hand side where he can't uh, influence a game? It can't really. Can I it? think I think the only one that I look at. Well, look at where he is. I think that's that's what we're trying to say. Yeah. Every time he's on screen, he's, he is quite central. Yeah. I, I think the only look one that you now. can look at the now Gordon and say. I would give but I think Turnbull Has taken responsibility He's tried to go on the ball He's tried to make things happen I think the other Celtic players Have got to take a lead off him And start But they need a goal Look Goals change games See if Celtic can get Back in at 2-1 It's amazing the lift it gives you It really does But you've got to ask your question Where's it going to come from And secondly While they're trying to get that goal Can they keep Rangers out at the other end I detect Chapter 24 of the Nathan Patterson should be in the Scotland squad debate uh-huh. after today's game Hugh well uh, first of all you'll need to see whether his um, four match suspension is uh, approved of by the SFA I don't uh, think that won't change people's opinion on whether no, he should be no, in the, no, the Scotland bit, squad but, uh, but that lack of game time uh, as we go forward and get closer to uh, the Czech Republic playing here in June um, but there's no doubt that uh, 
He more than compensates for the loss of James Tavernier I still say it's a problem for Rangers to solve How you have Tavernier and Nathan Patterson Because how can Nathan Patterson not play? Yeah, but Mark, he looks every bit the first team player, doesn't he? He does, doesn't, doesn't yeah. look like this understudy no, anymore. no. I mean, even his physique and frame, he's a big lad. He's very, very comfortable in the ball. We've seen that run in the first half where, you know, it's the sort of thing you see in Celtic down the years with Tierney. You know, that confidence to take on a full back, your opposite number. Uh, that is a modern game at full back, and he looks a, a real prospect. Will he make the Scotland squad? I don't know. I get Hugh's point where just. Maybe run out of games before the Euros He'll certainly be a Scotland star of the future But I don't know if it's just came a bit too soon 53 gone, Rangers 2, Celtic 0 No change since the break Again Celtic did start the second half The opening minutes quickly And Turnbull had a shot And they looked like they were on the front foot But it's descended back into a, a level of Control that the Rangers will be quite happy with Gordon This is the way this game pans out Most of the season Gordon it was the same at Ibrox the last time Celtic started really in the front foot But I think you said it Two or three times today Rangers know how to win games And especially against Celtic just now They're at Ibrox are 2-0 up As I say, goals do change games Of course they do Celtic need that so important To get back in, give them a lift But you just wonder if They can keep Rangers out at the other end Because I think Kent looks in the mood Daribo Looks in the mood as well We've not seen Morelis Hughes right We've not seen him at all uh, He's had a very very quiet game uh, You've got Kamara and Davis in the middle of the park Pulling the strings So I think the next 15 minutes Celtic have got to try And take a little gamble Get men forward Get them into forward positions And hopefully get a goal But they've got to keep the other door but shut you, out of the back But Gordon You look at the bench and think Who could I take from there? That will help me achieve what you've just described uh, as Celtics need, uh, and there's there's nobody there really for me. You, not Lee Griffiths, not Albion Ayeti, not Tom Rogic. I, I just don't see where you go. Well, Hugh, I think that if John Kennedy believed that Ayeti or Griffiths could turn this game, I think there'd have been more than one substitution at halftime. Oh. He'd have changed the shape. Brought on another goal scorer like Griffiths, for instance, or a Yeti that they paid £5 million for. But I do believe that John Kennedy's standing there, probably mm. knowing these guys will not change a game for me. Credit where it's due, that was the first kind of meaningful forward pass we've seen from John Joe Kenny, but then it was the <laughs> next one, Mark, that was missing for Celtic. Just tried to thread it through intricately for Odson Edward, I think, and McGregor was off his line quick. Yeah, it's a hard ball that to play from Turnbull. You can see what he's trying, but it has to be inch perfect. Um, but Edward's just always playing on the shoulder I don't think the, the quality up to him Has been particularly good today And it must be so frustrating that as a striker You're trying your hardest to get involved in the games And you're making the runs But you're not getting fed uh, with the ball uh, But I mean, you look at Goldson and Hollander They'll probably see it as one of their easiest days yeah. as well They've been Goldson, we've hardly even mentioned They've not been asked to throw their bodies on the line at any point And it's the same for Barisic and, yeah, the and only Parson one was as well when Hillander sort of hacked it off the line after that Stephen Welsh chance yeah and, and that's about it but Goldson has been a, a mainstay in this Rangers back four he's defended brilliantly all season but I'm pretty sure when he comes off today mm -hmm. he could probably play a game right after it it's been that easy and simple for them Scott being dragging the ball on his own goal line there you thought oh this could be the hand of fate yet again but uh, he survived the moment 
The game For the first time 56 minutes in Has hit a little bit of a wall Yeah you, uh, Matt you, you played with Celtic And you played with Rangers There are demands on you as a player And I know modern day football Is completely different I'm watching El Yunusi there And Barisic gets the ball He just gives up Just mm. lets him go See, uh, see, when I played at a, a club at Stature, see if you'd done that, you'd be, you'd be off the pitch. Celtic into the box is a good ball from Kenny. Oh, you know, see, he's trying to wriggle free. He pokes another good save, oh, and it's over oh. the bar from four <laughs> yards from Odson Edward. Mark Wilson, just you calm yourself is that down. Your chance? Uh, that's Celtic's best chance. Well, well, they've had a couple Stephen Welsh And now that one You can separate them But it was a good ball John Joe Kenny Into El Yunusi Wriggled away from Hollander Who had a hold of him Wriggled away from Goldson The shot saved And as it falls to Edward On the volley About four yards out He almost tries to be A bit fancy with it A bit clever And it goes over the bar I mean it's an incredible miss From, from Edward it, He almost is it, is it setting up too high for him though? Maybe Difficult. I still think He can get um, Enough on that To divert it down I think he, you're right Gordon He does try to be a wee bit too fancy He knows himself Yeah. Look at, look at his facial expression there. He knows himself He should have scored uh, That was a heaven sent opportunity To get right back into the game And Celtic have squandered it I'm going, I'm going to stick up for him Gordon I think, that's, I think that's landed difficult for him I know it looks fancy um, But he's certainly got the ability To put the ball in the back in it And it falls to him You're thinking Great chance, two one, give Celtic that guy. But I think that's a difficult. I think that's a difficult chance. I've got to say, no way. No, Don't agree no. with no. that. He's six yards out. Yes, it's on the volley. Do you not think he, he almost I've, tries to take that with the outside? He hmm. he's right boot on the volley. I think he could easily put that in his instep or just his laces through it, and it's in. I think he could get that down on target. But it's a horrendous miss, in my opinion. Anyway, Elianusi does well initially. What a first touch and probably could have went down when Hollander had a hold his his jersey. But it's a great save again from McGregor from El Yunusi first and foremost. And again then you you're you're looking at all, all the different deficiencies if you like. Tell think of a two big chances you and they're two yeah. 0 down. D- yeah. Do the arithmetic. Rangers have been very clinical, Celtic have not, and it's just been a similar theme all season. Yeah. Uh there's nothing else to be said other than this is the story of Celtic season. It's been a story of if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. It's been a story of defensive laxity. Uh, and here it is coming to a head now. Uh, I think, although Gordon DL said it was a difficult chance, if you're Hudson Edward and you, you think you're a player that should be in a bigger league than the Scottish Premiership, difficult chances are part of your job. I think he's got the ability to score that, Hugh. I'm not. I'm not denying that fact. Is and he's got a chance goal, here. But as he got a pass on, he does. He squares score. a huge moment. It's oh a terrible my. touch oh. from Mohamed El Yunusi, and then Edwards' effort blocked away. That's now three big chances Celtic have squandered, and that could be the worst of the lot. Oh, well, that's unforgivable. I mean, uh, Alec Ferguson, when he was manager of Aberdeen, always used the word irresponsible. That's an irresponsible finish. Uh, you know. Elianusi and Edward have in the course of the last three minutes passed up on the chances to have this game level again his touch kills him his touch it's a mistake from I think Nathan Patterson he gives it to Edward Edward bears down into the box he slips a pass to Elianusi eight yards out and his first touch Mark he could have taken it first time and if not then the touch needs to be a lot better than that yeah I think Edward does brilliant there 
to entice Hillander across I think he just takes that first time Gordon I don't know yeah. why he's trying to take a touch because it has to be such a deft touch to get it under control and hit it before McGregor's at you but he allows McGregor to get his body set I don't think you're going to get two better opportunities to get back in this game than what we've just seen passed from, up by from a, from a guy that made a career out of scoring goals let me say right now if that was me I'd have taken that first time I think that's on all day long yeah. to take first time. Yeah. And I think he'll find the back in it if he oh. takes it first time. Uh, good defending from Celtic. I think the free kick goes the way of the Celtic defence. And, and again, Gordon, w- w- when all is said and done here, and there's a long way to go, so I'm not really sure how the game will finish. But in a game where Celtic have by no means been impressive, I don't think anyone would say mm-hmm. this is a vintage Celtic performance. They've had three Give massive chances. Massive yeah. chances. But the big thing, once again, especially at Ibrox, is... They can't turn them into goals well, That's my point That's why I mentioned You it. know And that's where the frustration comes in Because It's like everything else Sometimes you've just got to go And, and try and win ugly and, and, and Rangers have done it You know this season Went out there And just grinded out a result Celtic have created a few opportunities But when you get the opportunities And you get that spell And Mark will tell you In any game You've got to capitalise in it You've got to get the goal That gives you the lift and so far Celtic haven't managed to do that And that's the frustration for John Kennedy I just think, think you're allowed that as an excuse You know, there's no point in anyone coming on and saying If we'd taken those chances Well, you didn't mm. And it's a bitter, cynical world football If you don't take your chances and you lose the game, do nothing That's your fault Yeah, but we still have to analyse what's going into a win or, in, or into a defeat You know, there are different ways to lose You can be battered and, and not create anything and that here you have the Celtic story uh, Defensively woeful uh, And passing up or not one Not two Three guilt-edged chances The story of the season being reenacted here And uh, Mark, I wonder if that gives Rangers confidence I'm not saying you, you are delighted at giving up chances But the, the longer this goes on The more games these teams play Rangers players must think they they can't beat us. They won't beat us. <laughs> yeah, and that's the way it does work. You you just get a you know a, a fresh boost of confidence, especially when you've got McGregor. You know who makes a save as from El Yanusi before Edwards chance, and he's made it a, another few decent stops today. But in the previous games as well, that feeling that you know they are not going to beat us, and you've almost beat Celtic before you even go into the pitch. Let's get that air of that just now from Rangers. I mean, the three chances Celtic have created and squandered in this game are incredible. You know, absolute sitters. Um, and I, I struggle to see how they can create better than that. And then when they need to, how good is someone like Joe Rebo there with the, the close control, Gordon? He just seems to love having that ball at his feet. It seems to stick to him. And it allows just the pressure to to come off and get you up the pitch. <laughs> yeah, they're important, Gordon. You, when you come under a little bit of pressure, you get the ball to the player that can just take that... Take that little bit of pressure for a couple of minutes off the team Like Aribo, Kamara's very comfortable Davis is comfortable in the ball If you've noticed in the last 10 minutes Maybe 5 minutes Kent's sort of a fallen out the game a little bit So I think Steven Gerrard will be trying to get Ryan Kent back on it To lift him again Now, as I say I think Celtic have come out the traps in the second half Had a goal They've been positive They've created chances But... Well, no, you have to put the ball in the back of it, and I've not done that. You wonder if Rangers might consider a change. Um, and, and on paper, they've got far more options, yeah, don't they? Absolutely. Um, they are 
2-0 up, make a change, maybe a Kamar roof and you know at three Celtic just fold. Uh but you wonder what's going through Stephen Gerrard's mind. We've focused on John Kennedy. There's nothing on the Celtic bench that will make any difference to anything here. But there is on the Rangers bench. Having said that, some of Celtic's attacking players and Ryan Kent again with go. a wonderful touch and he fires it, stings the palms of Scott Bain and when it comes back to Alfredo Morelos, he can't get much on it and it goes into the grasp of the Celtic goalkeeper. Ryan Kent has had some very impressive flashes. Brilliant turn <laughs> again and Scott Brown can't get near him, just drags it away from the Celtic skipper, hits it from about 20 yards out, straight at Bain. Fancy Morelos there, got the, to do the goal scorer got he to is, do to tuck that away. You see, I thought because Morelos scored in the last game against Celtic and the, the duck was broken after nearly Confidence. three years, I thought that he'd be the main man today in terms of who will get goals for Rangers, but he'd been absolutely anonymous. I think he's got to score there, Hugh. Yeah. I think that's a great opportunity. But I, I said that, that uh, Stephen Gerrard be hoping to get Kent back onto the ball and it just shows you, uh, just in that split second, he turns, mm. terrific shot, Good save by Ben, but I think Morelos has a golden opportunity to put this game really a bit. I mean, talk about substitutions, Gordon. Celtic have had a good spell, but they're still 2 0 down. And any minute now, Rangers, if they want, can go to Kamar Ruth, Yanis Hadji. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that is a big difference this season. I think the bench, for instance, is so important to Rangers. And uh, it's more stronger than what the Celtic bench is because. They're 2-0 down. You need a goal. Who's sitting on your bench? Two guys. One that's bagged over 100 goals for your club. The other guy that you paid £5 million for. And we're now 65 minutes on the clock. And John Kennedy's not had the trust to turn to any of them uh-huh. and put them on the pitch. Well, it's about well, it's 65 minutes in. It's usually David Turnbull time, yeah. is it not? Where he usually makes way. So in the next five minutes or so will be interesting. If you choose to take Turnbull off... Do you go light for light? Do you put on Rogic? Do you go a wee bit more adventurous? Do you put on a, a Yeti? Or do you even try to get a tune out of Lee Griffiths? I don't know. Um, you see them warming up there. But you'd probably say Turnbull. Even though I think he has been the best player for Celtic going forward. For some reason, he is always the favourite to come off. Uh, Edward into the box. It's going to be a corner to Celtic. The cross came in. He couldn't... I'm not sure if it reached him by surprise He just couldn't quite sort his feet out Greg Taylor I think Conor Goldson misses it Which um, causes a bit of uncertainty Yeah Boys are talking about substitutions I, Just now I wouldn't be I wouldn't look to change it Because I think Celtic have created a few chances And I think that John Kennedy thinks Well we're having a, a spell here And there's another one on Yeah Conor Kick Alan McGregor tips it down But only as far as Stephen Welsh And he's just leaning back And fires it over the Difficult bar Difficult one that Because we've got to excuse the boy for that So if I was John Kennedy 67 I would still probably I'd probably stick with it for a couple of minutes Gordon just to see if they can get anything Do you know what It is a, a half Would you say a half chance Mark I know it's I, a I, difficult yeah, technique I think it's hard On his left foot Leaning back um, Yeah it's a, a tough one he, he won't get a better chance To score against Rangers Than he did the first half Young Welsh That one's a lot tougher Well anyway You know I get the impression Whether it's based on fate Or The simple fact that Celtic Do not appear to be uh, Accurate In front of goal today I get the impression A third goal for Rangers Is more likely 
than a, a first goal for Celtic. Uh, Celtic do well to win it back, try to break forward, but then the pass from Ryan Christie goes straight uh, uh, out. That, that's the guy. If I was going to make a substitution, that's the guy I'd make a substitution. I think I think Ryan Christie's a fantastic talent, Gordon. I really do. But lately, he has offered nothing to the team. I don't know what it is. I don't know if his mind's and uh, going other places, going elsewhere. That's that's fine. Everybody's entitled to do that. But as a Celtic player that I used to think what a player this boy is, he brings so much, he's so important to the Celtic side. Just now he's offers he offers nothing to it. Hmm. I, I don't think playing right at Diamond does help him, but you're right, as even in possession, pretty simple pass there. They gave it away. It just surprises me how when the substitutions come, it's usually Turnbull goes off and Christie gets moved position to to try and accommodate him. I'm the same as Daz, if I'm making a change, I think Ryan Christie's the obvious one that I would take off at this minute. This would be the, the day, and there have been many, but this would be the day that you would really find out what the the feeling towards David Turnbull is. Because if, if he somehow comes off in this Gordon ahead of those other attacking midfielders, that's that's when you know that he's he's never gonna finish a game. Yeah, it, it would be it'd be very strange, Gordon, because it's a cup tie, right? Um, obviously one off. You've got to keep you've got to keep guys on that you think can can turn the game in an instance for you. Turnbull can for a free kick. He can set up things from corner. He can get a goal for open play. He's the only one that's trying to get on the ball and make things happen. He's making forward runs as we see there. Mm. So I would I think it'd be very hard to say. Well, we take him off every week after 65, 70 minutes to take the boy off. It doesn't come off this time, Mark, and it didn't come off, I think, the last one either, but there has been an obvious difference in John Joe Kenny's willingness to at least try and look forward in the second yeah. half. Uh, obviously, uh, John Kennedy or Steve McManus, Gavin Strachan's had a word with him. Because it was oh. so blatant that he kept passing it backwards, but, and you get nowhere. So he has tried to pick passes. The quality hasn't always been there. Um, but Celtic look like they're making a change now. Here comes Lee Griffiths but Don't why, see too much of him these days But on he comes But why is Ayer down? Is his shoulder popped out? Yeah, no, I think uh, Morelos catches him here um, They should actually mm, Can't really see it from that here. camera Yeah, I think it's just a coming together uh, There's nothing really in it I think just one of those accidents that you know, and Ayer looks in a bit uh, of pain. It might, well have, it might well have popped out yeah. I don't like the look of what, yeah. what they're doing to him uh, To try and fix it Ah, looks um, nasty But anyway Lee mm. Griffiths is going to come on for Celtic And 20 minutes to try and make an impact Well I'll be surprised if, if When Lee Griffiths comes on I'll be surprised if um, Christie doesn't come off the pitch If it's Turnbull If I'm David Turnbull I'd be really disappointed in that decision But I think they've got to wait and see And make a call in Ayer Because he doesn't look comfortable no. at all Again, you're back to if it can go wrong, it will go wrong for Celtic. Uh, Beaton perhaps getting ready to come on in his place if Ayer is unable to continue. Does look in great shape. Looked fairly innocuous, didn't it? The, yeah. the, the angle we got on the replay wasn't great. It's an aerial ball. Morelos sort of jumps into him, but he didn't really seem. Mm. It looks like, like he's going to. Contact Soldier on here uh, Beton's putting his jacket back mm. on So it looks like Ayer will continue But It'll be interesting to see who comes off If it is Christy Well How do you shape up then? Or would he take Brown off? Uh, he might look at it and think Well it's a cup tie We're 2-0 down 
Why are we having Brown and McGregor yeah, in there? Maybe. Take Brown off, and we're going more attacking. Christie's more attacking player. It would probably make sense. Elianusi's been quiet. <laughs> yeah, but he can get you a goal, Gordon. You need goals, and you need to keep the guys on. I know that they've been poor, but you need to keep guys on that can get you that opportunity, get you a goal. Remember, he was the one that set up Edward. He was the one that really should have put the ball in the back of net. So you keep him on. I'd be surprised if it's him. Well, we're about to find out. Lee Griffiths coming on, and it is yeah. Ryan Christie who makes way. Yeah, so uh, interesting to see how it will shape up. Then does Griffiths obviously just go up with, alongside Edward Elianusi, maybe drop into that right hand side of a diamond, or are they just going to go three up and actually go for it? I mean, we've not seen that from Celtic this season. Just you know, playing three out and out forwards uh, at the top end of the pitch and allowing uh, Turnbull, Brown, and McGregor to sit there. Uh, so an interesting few minutes ahead This suits Rangers down to a tee though doesn't it Hugh The Celtic chant They, they come in flurries You get a, li- a little bit of momentum for Celtic For 5-10 uh-huh. minutes And then it dies down And then maybe another 5-10 minutes and They've had spells They've been fine they, You can make a case to say that They certainly could have been in this game Because they've had three oh. very good chances But it, it sort of comes in fits and starts And in between times Rangers Happy just to To I take am, this thing out of things I am a firm believer That you make your own luck However There's an element of fate About all of this You know uh, uh, Apart from the fact that it's The story of Celtic season In 90 minutes um, The chances Have been outstanding Use any description you like Guilt edged Sitters Whatever They've had three Eminently Takeable chances And they have Passed up on all three And it just looks as if it will peter out Yeah, it needs something well, uh, Winning's a habit as well though, Gordon, isn't it? And that's the habit Rangers are in this season Yeah, and they know how to do it, Gordon They're very good at it And that's shoulder the, again, I think Yeah, he's um, Alfredo Morelos, was it, going into the book? Um, Christopher Iyer, or it's his face he's holding this time it's, I think Joe Rebo was the one that Yeah, it was Joe Rebo So uh, they're both jumping Rebo catches him in the face Pretty simple booking Yeah I, I think so I don't think there's any Nothing Real much in, in intent From a rebo there But he does catch Ayer In the face And goes into The book Yeah it, both it, players Had their eye on the ball But Aribo had his hand out And he's caught Ayer But um, It was Bobby Madden And Hugh was saying there And I'm a tempted fate here But I think the referee's Nah been not yet today. Don't go out Too I'm early. going early Too early <sighs> I think he's been excellent I'm sticking up for him. What has he done? It's been excellent. Uh, he, I think. I think he's um, allowed play to continue with Ryan Kent, which was an excellent decision if you're Rangers, uh, or if you're looking at a game as a neutral because it is terrific refereeing. He's. I think his bookings can't <laughs> be questioned. Club. Yeah, uh, you love referees. Well, why why'd you go against them if they're having a good game? Give them a bit of credit. Has Nathan Patterson gone into the book for that? I took my eye off the ball for no, two seconds, not just a has, free kick. No. Nah, poor ref. Kamar Roof is coming on, and where's he getting his instructions from? An iPad. An iPad. Oh. But see, when you're winning games every week, yeah. nobody cares. David Turnbull swings the free kick in, Rangers clear it. Kamar Roof is going to oh. come on. That's halfway down Copeland Road from mm. John Joe Kenny. Mm. Well, poor effort there, you know. Decent ball in again from Turnbull But Rangers confident Defending it well I think John Joe Kenny just has to take a touch here And steady himself I don't think he's ever 
putting that anywhere near in target and just keep them keep the ball moving again. Keep bring it back in. Just wasted opportunity. Rangers, good enough, is it? Rangers will have played better against Celtic and lost. You know, the they've, they've they're winning two 0 at the moment. Without it ever being dazzling, you know, we're back to the, the performance levels having dropped a little since the league was won. Don't need to, Gordon, do they? No, no, they're comfortable where they are, uh, Gordon. They know how to get the job done. Been interesting, Ruth coming on there. Will it be Morelos straight swap? You I would think? think so, yeah. yeah. He's done absolutely nothing. Uh, here comes Celtic down the right hand side. It's just going to be cut back to Christopher oh. Iyer, but he just takes so long to take the time. Everyone could see uh, that he was being closed down. It's I wonder if any of his teammates told him Mark Wilson He seemed well, to go in I, slow motion It amazes me that he thinks He's going to get that amount of time <laughs> Inside the Rangers penalty He just The world came to a stop there uh, And it was a nice move Good play by John Joe Kenny Getting his head up Cutting it back The wrong guy uh, In the right position uh, Signs that Celtic are going for it a bit though Because I'm I, I'm trying to figure out How Christopher Iyer ended up there Playing mm. as a, a centre back But they're obviously trying to well, they're throwing, men, they're throwing men forward. They've got to, they've got to gamble, and this sometimes plays into the hands of Rangers. And that's why probably Roof's coming on. Um, you know, a bit of freshness up front because they know that they're going to go in the counter attack now. This is a good opportunity, I think. Is it a free kick for? Oh, a little bit of Elianusi and Morelos there. Yeah, Goldson's down. Um, let me get a look at that replay. They're all oh, asking. It's a free kick, oh, it's a free kick to Celtic, is it? Shooting position. Oh, Turnbullied area. Um, we're going yeah. to just see it again It's Scott Brown And he's clattered by Connor Goldson And a wee bit of wrestling From Morelos and El Yunusi. That's fine We don't mind that I don't think it was anything Over the score <sighs> Too close To the edge of the box that, That's that's a thing isn't it? It's a theory Edward What do you think Edward On free kicks does? No Any good, good? <laughs> No good He's not very good at these <laughs> well, His record uh, shows And see if I was Turnbull I'd be saying You need to step aside here I mean Lee Griffiths is on But it's very much for a a right footer isn't it And interestingly I've never seen Lee Griffiths Look so Disinterested He's nowhere near the free kick It's going to be Odson Edward But he just tries to clip it It's oh, over oh, It's a penalty to Celtic oh. Bobby Madden points to the spot Lee Griffiths scampers After the ball Is he going to be the one To take it sure Not a lot of well, game time uh, That's the quickest We've seen him move for a no, while he's not, oh, No he's not He's given it in It'll be uh, And who was that That was Arebo 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 Who's already yeah. been booked Remember Just moments ago Um Griffiths' goal side I mean Is that the right decision? It does look soft I think Aribo's hand is on him Griffiths does go down Aribo's the wrong side um, Listen I'd be claiming for a penalty If I was Celtic But It's a bit soft Lee Griffiths wanted to take that I think Did he just come up for another Bite at it with Edward? No? Is it maybe just words of advice? Mm, I'd be surprised if Edward would give that up um, I don't think he'll dink this one Down what? the middle like he did in the cup final what an well, opportunity. He's going to step up Odson Edward against Alan McGregor With the right foot from 12 yards And it's saved by the Rangers goalkeeper Time and time again oh, That replay, man is, is there To bail Rangers out And he does it once more It's not a good penalty nah, either no. But you have to be there to save them And that's I mean just the confidence You miss a chance not long before And I wonder if that is just playing on his mind there McGregor as a poor penalty McGregor often the hero for Rangers he's done it again you know a poor penalty but he still has to guess the right way and save it and it just sums up Celtic's I, afternoon I, that. I said to you earlier on I believe you make your own luck <laughs> but I also believe in fate and fate yeah. has had its hand on Celtic today three 
Gildes chances and now a penalty miss on top of it all. Um, you know, there's no consolation here for the Celtic fans. There's no ah, if we'd taken all those chances, what a difference it would make. Mm. The part of your job is to take the chances, and part of your job is to take advantage of the fact that you get a real head start on the goalkeeper at a penalty kick and Celtic have blown this big time yeah, slightly tongue in cheek but there was possibly a point I don't know when it was Hugh maybe even earlier than this but January, February pick your month where it, it just became clear Celtic were just not really getting anything right this uh-huh, season uh-huh. and everything that Rangers do works yeah yeah uh, you know uh, everything If it can go wrong It will go wrong for Celtic And uh, Rangers will make it work For Rangers um, It has been A catastrophic season For Celtic I mean a second penalty save Of the season For yeah. Alan McGregor yeah. Against Celtic Yeah uh, And today Has brought home All of the reasons why It's been a catastrophe For Celtic uh, Players Who Once Were bright Like Ryan Christie And have amounted to nothing Um a defensive back four and goalkeeper who have been unable to do anything to help themselves one calamity after another and all the calamities have come home to roost this afternoon yeah I think you was right it has summed up Celtic season this afternoon weak defensively mistakes exposed and not clinical enough in the final third and you could say that in a number of games not just against Rangers that Celtic have passed up opportunities and went on to either draw a game or drop mm. points. It's been the same this afternoon. When you're a big, and you believe in your own mind that you are a top class player, Odson yep. Edward, and I said earlier on, uh, difficult chances are part of your job. You've got to take them. He's had one difficult chance, which he knows himself he has made a terrible hash of. If and it even was a difficult chance. Yeah. And now a penalty. Now, if you're a top drawer player, that's in the net Without question nah, Hugh I'm going to go against you there I'm sorry I, I think that top top players Can miss penalty kicks I really do Everybody You know There have been better players Than Edward Miss penalty kicks Now I'm not arguing with you That it was a poor penalty kick Because it was But mm. top top players Can miss penalty kicks there, there, There's still something there though Isn't there I mean you he's, he's not been the there have been bigger problems than Odson Edward at Celtic this season far bigger he's got 21 goals but there are are there still too many performances like this where if you've got that style about you that lackadaisical style when Mm. when you're on it fine because that's just the way he is I'm not saying he doesn't try but then when it's not coming off for you it makes it very easy for people to point the finger and say what is going on yeah because I I think you're right Gordon I think it's his style Sometimes you look at him and you think, has he given, has he given everything that you know he's got in the tank? And people argue probably not, but he is a he is a very very talented player. But as a as a talented player, you can't do it yourself unless you're a Lionel Messi, for instance. And he ain't a Lionel Messi. He needs players round about him, and I think there's a lot of Celtic mm. players like that this season that have suffered. Yeah, I get that, but you don't need players round about you to score a penalty kick, and you don't need players around you to convert one that bounces up to you from four yards. So yeah, but every, I, I'll get back to my point. You could go and name a hundred mm. top players that have missed penalty no, no, kicks. No, 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 no. I think you're misunderstanding. I'm not saying just the penalty. 
A lot of people felt like Edward was missing that today. It sums up his day. Oh, what a tackle! That is. I, th- I, th- I think it sums up Celtic's day as was, as Edward's. I think if Griffith stepped up there, he'd have probably missed that as well. Mm, I'm not so sure. Not so sure. Well, we'll and never, by the way, we'll I, I'd, like to, I'd like to see it again because I think he wanted to take it, Lee Griffiths. Well, Edward has been taking them. Uh, he's a regular starter, so. I don't know where Griffiths would have got the idea that he was going to go on the penalties with Edward still on the pitch. What a run that was from Stephen Davis. Brilliant play from him. He flashes it across and it looked like Aribo oh. was going to tap in and that is an outstanding tackle from, from Greg Taylor at the back post. Yeah. yeah, he's the wrong side. Greg Taylor is the wrong side of Aribo but somehow he manages to wrap his leg round and it just looked like Aribo was going to tuck it in to make it 3-0 but Taylor diverts it wide for a corner. Yeah, great defending there from the Celtic uh, fullback, and that's what they were missing in the first half. If you look at John Joe Kenny, the other side, allowing Davis inside him, Celtic could have done with defending like that in the first period. But Edward, come back to Edward. I mean, he's like he's judged on goals and chances, and you've got to say he's missed three. I even think his opportunity creates for himself in the first half. He should have done better when he he cut inside Hollander. He's finished, I still think it's a tapping. I, I, I'm sorry, I still think he's volley. He, he should put in the back of the net and a missed penalty. You've got to say it's been a disaster this afternoon for him because he is judged in goals. No matter his link-up play or other bits and pieces, his game's good. If you miss three chances in this game, that's mm. what you're remembered for. And then if you add Stephen Welsh's and Mohamed El Yunusi's, that probably told you a long time ago that this wasn't going to be Celtic's day. No, no, the, the, um... There's a, an element of fate There's an element of sheer bad play about it It only comes to one thing in the end uh, They're out of the cup And the the recriminations will begin now uh, The pressure will be cranked up on Dominic Mackay It's not Peter Lawwell's job anymore uh, He's outgoing um, Will there be a director of football? When... Will anything be done about the, the manager's appointment? Uh, and now, Albin Ayeti, who's been another reason why the season's been hopeless, uh, comes on with five less than five minutes of regulation time. I don't know why. Well, you it's might as well. simple. They've just got to throw three bodies up front. You might as well. They've paid five million, million for them. Quiet as well. They're hoping to get something back. Can he get a goal for them to give them a bit of hope? But. It'll just be a case of throw three bodies up there, put the ball up the fort, see if we can get some. But this is where I think Rangers will fancy their chances to go and try and catch Celtic. Um, John Kennedy, oh, interesting to hear what he says after the game because second half, you've got to say oh, that he the, will. That's exactly what he'll team. say. There were four huge chances. Yeah, better team. One no from doubt, the penalty spot. But they just can't find that cutting edge. Here they are into the box again, but Odson Edward, he's had j- just one of those days, Mark. Yeah. When 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 you play casual and it comes off, it looks great. And when you play casual and it doesn't come off, it looks horrendous. And that's the type of day he's had. I think that's what we just seen there from Edward. I think that's a real frustration about him sometimes, where he gets in that inside left channel and he he wants to do too much. You know, he wants to overcomplicate things. And I think he should just take that on his left, maybe hit it, but he tries to chop inside uh, and he just allow Rangers to get set and the chance is gone. It's been a hugely frustrating day for him But you're right, John Kennedy will say We were much better the second half We were the better side the second half However, it's only the top left-hand corner that matters And Rangers certainly have the hold over Celtic at, uh, In these last period of games that we've seen Four or five games Doesn't matter what Celtic do 
They just can't find a way To win these games Because we said this In the lead up to the game Hugh A lot of Celtic fans came on And fine You're no problem with it Saying I'm, actually, I'm optimistic Because in the last two games I feel like we've been The better side I feel uh-huh. like we've created The best chances And in the interest of balance I said to every one of them When does that actually Become a cause for concern Rather than a cause for optimism yeah. That you feel like You're decent within games And you feel like You're creating chances But you can't win When it happens the first time You think Well that's a one off The next time it'll be your day uh-huh. But this is this is a theme now. Yeah, when Celtic were, I don't know, either Neil Lennon or Brendan Rodgers, the, the the Celtic fans used to sing, "That's why we're Celtic," because it would be late goals. They were never out of anything, uh, and that's why the league titles kept on coming, the cups kept on coming. But this Celtic side, they're out of everything now. Yeah, that's it. Two minutes to. Their season ends And that is the real frustration You know We've still got over A month to go To the end of the season But these Celtic players Are done That's it oh. Season gone um, You know They have the The motivation I suppose To impress a new manager uh, If he's not at the club yet But I mean The silence Surrounding the new manager He may well be the guy That's in the dugout just now So The, the, the bloodletting I think you'll get a few phone calls In yeah. that tonight yeah. Mark. The, I don't think the, that'll happen The bloodletting begins In two minutes because it's done Celtic are out Peter Lawwell's going um, Dominic Mackay comes in uh, but the managerial vacancy remains shrouded in mystery uh, but the bloodletting begins as soon as the phone line opens an ambitious pass to say the least from John Joe Kenny he had a fairly simple one outside him to Lee Griffiths and Alan McGregor is the world champion. You want <laughs> yeah. you you want him in your team when you're trying to run down the clock. Oh, he's brilliant at it. And you've got to say, if, if Rangers, well, they will see it out once again. Stephen Gerrard will talk about a clean sheet as much as Celtic have had chances. And McGregor's been a massive part of that. He had a great save against El Yunusi, albeit I think El Yunusi's touch was poor and he should have taken the first time. And he saves a poor penalty kick. Yeah, he saved as well from El Yunusi. You know, at the Edward chance, it's a top yes, save as well because we're concentrating on Edward's miss. But Elianus yep. tries to dink him and he stands up. It's a brilliant save. And the thing about the penalty, it it wasn't a great penalty. It wasn't it wasn't horrific, right? But it, it wasn't a great penalty. But the odds are still very much stacked against you as a goalkeeper. So any penalty save yeah. is is a good penalty save, yeah, really. Of course, yeah. Um, that this will just be you know for Rangers. Uh, They've thanked McGregor all season long Lost count of the number of callers here Who want him to be the player of the year But they still get a tune out of uh, Stephen Davis Who's uh, another veteran Scored a good goal today Uh, All the qualities that have sustained Rangers throughout the season Have been evident today Uh, And all of the reasons why Celtic season has been a calamity Have been evident today So Celtic season's over uh, now come the recriminations uh, Rangers season is on its way to a League and Cup double uh, but they remember St Mirren in Paisley yeah, a lot of take, football to be played take nothing for granted but to remove Celtic is to remove um, one of the sides that could have stopped you winning the Cup yeah St Johnson await the winners of this one remember yeah at home uh, and once again Rangers at Ibrox I think you would need to fancy them there, Gordon. I think I think Stephen Gerrard will be confident of the Scottish Cup. I really do. I think he's got players there that they now know how to win. Um, even playing below par, 
They know the fact that the St Mirren game They've had that slip up They've probably learned from that um, So I think Rangers will be Certainly in the Scottish Cup final by the end of May Getting your predictions in nice yeah, and early Yeah because I, I just look at their home tie against St Johnston And, and I know St Johnston have improved massively A Very good side yeah. yeah But I just think Rangers at home too much Absolutely too much for them oh, Well I'm sure we'll get to that very quickly in fact Because it's next week isn't it? How, yeah How quickly yeah. is they coming yeah, yeah. Next weekend so. Next weekend um, As I say there are two ways of uh, assessing these teams on the park here uh, Rangers go on 19 games now 19 wins at Ibrox uh, They go on There is the potential for the League and Cup double The more dramatic story From a journalistic point of view Is where the Celtic go from here The 10 was not won The quadruple treble The run ended at the quadruple treble First trophyless season for a decade uh, Changes all round Late chance for Celtic Corner kick Eventually finds its way to Griffiths he volleys it over the bar hmm, I think that one is difficult I think he's always leaning back But it's another opportunity McGregor makes his first mistake Griffiths Would you expect a player of his quality He score It's very Probably, high but it? it's, it's very it's, high Yeah It's it's a more difficult one than Edward But um, Again sums it up It's the end, end of an era I mean It's the final Kind of piece of the jigsaw um, You know Celtic being so dominant In this competition For four years that's now came to an end and it's Rangers who eventually do it and definitely a changing of the guard in that respect um, it'll be just interesting to, to hear John Kennedy's take on the full situation John Kennedy's take on it but I want to hear your take on it remember the open line is just around the corner as soon as that full time whistle goes we want your reaction straight away what have you made of it today 01419511025 Rangers fans you must be feeling on cloud nine at the moment Another win against your great rivals In a good position to go on and add the Scottish Cup to your league title And Celtic fans The inquest continues Where has it gone wrong today? And what does this say about the bigger picture? 01419511025 We've got about 10 seconds left of this one uh, And I think that will be that So we're not going to see anything else really That's going to alter the outcome And it is full time at Ibrox Let's hear from Alison Full time at Ibrox, Rangers to Celtic nil. Rangers end Celtic Scottish Cup dominance to remain on course for a domestic double as the hoops are weak defensively, pass up golden opportunities and miss a penalty. Rangers were 1-0 up after 10 minutes, a brilliant overhead kick from Stephen Davis from Joe Aribo's ball. Celtic then had a couple of chances, Ryan Christie dragged a shot wide and Callum McGregor had one over the bar before Stephen Welsh cleared a shot rather than scoring. Then at the other end, it was 2-0 Rangers in the 34th minute. Ryan Kent was waiting, but it was John Joe Kenny who turned the ball into his own net, meaning it was 2-0 at the break. Into the second half, and Dur David Turnbull had a shot saved by Alan McGregor in the 46th minute before Odson Edward yards out, put the ball over the bar after Alan McGregor had denied Moe Ilianusi. Odson Edward then squared the ball to Ilianusi on the hour mark, but it was a terrible touch, and it was gathered by Alan McGregor. Scott Bain then had a double 
save to deny both Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos at the other end before Celtic were awarded a penalty after Joe Aribo's challenge on Lee Griffiths. It was the odds and Edward that stepped up to the spot, but it was saved by Alan McGregor. Then it was a great challenge from Greg Taylor to stop Joe Aribo making it 3-0 Rangers before full time. So it is Rangers who progress to the Scottish Cup quarterfinals where they'll face St Johnson next weekend. For Celtic, their season is over with Dominic Mackay, the new chief executive, incoming tomorrow. Full time at Ibrox, it finished Rangers 2, Celtic 0. Phone line's already lighting up. What did you make of it? What did you make of it, Hugh Keevans? Uh, I thought it was the story of Celtic season. Um, defensive calamities, uh, failure to take guilt as chances. Um, Rangers deserved their win uh, without having to go through all the gears. Uh, they scored good goals. Um, they are thoroughly deserving of their place in the last eight. Uh, but for me, this was reminiscent of the days when Brendan Rodgers was Celtic's manager and Rangers were poor. You wondered how many it could be in the end. There was no real cohesive challenge from Celtic. Certainly glaring misses, but that's their fault. Yeah, I mean, this fixture looks uh, like a fixture that the Steven Gerrard and the Rangers players enjoy playing in. Uh, it looks like they have that hold over Celtic. No matter what happens in the game or at times they find themselves pinned in, they just know they have the beating of Celtic. And that was the case today. Celtic created some outstanding chances. Never get better chances to score against Rangers at Ibrox. Welsh, Edward, El But they just couldn't put the ball over the line and Rangers clinical at the other end that's the story this year summed up in that game Rangers clinical at one end and able to keep a clean sheet at the other yeah I agree with the lads I think it's just the way this season's gone and even with the fact that I thought Celtic played particularly well second half Gordon they were brave enough to go and have a go put a lot of men forward created chances but when you don't score and you don't give yourself that confidence and that lift because there are doubt there because Rangers have got the beating of them this season and if you don't get that belief and you don't get that goal and that confidence to give yourself something to go for, then you know you're never going to win the game. And I thought that Stephen Gerrard would be delighted. Didn't play particularly well in the second half. That's credit to Celtic. But once again, they know how to win games and they're into the next round of the cup. Was there a standout player if you were giving a man of the match award who would have been? I thought, uh, just I know he didn't second half, but Kent, for me, I thought mm. at times when he was on the ball, was absolutely terrific I would have went Steve Davis I thought his goal and his all-round play he had a, a lovely little run in the second half as well but he was always in control I thought he was a standout for me today Kent for me because I think he sets the tone the way he leaves Scott Brown for dead and creates the first goal uh, sends out a message I don't think Scott Brown could handle him and it's sad for Scott Brown to go out on this note but I fear He'll take Celtic back to Ibrox for one more defeat before this season's over. Rangers will host St Johnston in next weekend's Scottish Cup quarter final. They've beaten their great rivals by two goals to nil. Celtic had a number of good chances, but couldn't find the back of the net. And Stephen Gerrard's ever improving record against Celtic just goes on and on. What do you think, though? 1025 Talk to us Tell us what is on your mind Get it all off your chest The phone lines are open And we'll speak to you next After the action It's your reaction 0141 951 1025 
Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here But they want to hear from you They want to know what is on your mind After watching Rangers beat Celtic by two goals to nil Progress to the next round of the Cup And ensure that Celtic will end the season trophyless There is a lot to get through There is today, the 90 minutes Who was good, who was bad What about Rangers two goals that got them in front What about the chances Celtic missed What about Celtic's defending in that first half And then of course it's bigger picture What does this say for Rangers overall domestic dominance And where does Celtic go from here Does this have a negative impact on John Kennedy's chances If he had any of getting the job Who's the new manager going to be And so on You know all the questions by now But we want to hear your answers 0141-951-1025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's kick it off Ian is a Celtic fan first up tonight Sum up how you are feeling tonight Ian I'm absolutely sick And angry at this nonsense I'll start off by saying one thing there's absolutely no chance that John Kennedy is going to get this job now. As far as I'm concerned, John Kennedy should have been removed the same time as the mighty Neil Francis Lennon was removed from his position. He's no right to be there. And what I find really, really angry is a guy like myself has paid thousands of pounds for season tickets every year. And, and done that for 25 years. 25 years I've done that. Yet the silence coming out of Celtic Park is absolutely deaf, deafening. I think me and my fellow fans deserve a lot more than this. So, what's your opinion about that? Let's split it into two, if you like, because Ian did that. He went, you know, today, and then he went big picture, season tickets and all the rest of it. Yeah. We're back to this similar debate we used to have with Neil Lennon, Hugh. You're the manager, you're the interim boss. You take the fall, you take the responsibility. Uh-huh. But would you forgive John Kennedy for maybe sitting thinking, well, if Hodson Edward just scores the penalty, or if Mohamed El Yunusi just strokes an easy finish into the back of the net, you're maybe not getting that, this is the final straw, John Kennedy cannot get the job based on what happened today. Or you go back and say, why did he pick Diego Laxalt to start yep. with and Celtic lose goals down his side of the field because of Laxalt's mm. inability to defend? Any chance, however remote, that John Kennedy had of the job on a full-time basis disappeared today. And I say that with no trace of malice, it is simply a fact that the Celtic supporters, Ian, a 25-year long season ticket holder, will not accept John Kennedy. Ian is also correct. Celtic now, they don't have to tell us the ins and outs of the, the contract negotiations with Eddie Howe, but they have to tell the Celtic supporters, as they prepare to send out their season ticket renewal forms, they have to tell the Celtic supporters, does this have any chance, whether it's Peter Lawwell and or Dominic Mackay, Somebody has to speak to the customer base because it's a very unusual way to run your business by saying, do you know what? We'll ask 50,000 people to buy season tickets, but we won't tell them who will be running our business. If it was today, though, if today was the final straw for John Kennedy, how much blame do the players need to take? How much blame does Diego Laxalt need to take for being unwilling to track a man yeah. and Odson Edward for missing two good chances in Mohamed El Yunusi. Yeah. You know, overall, if you say John Kennedy just just not good enough, never has been fine. 
If we're trying to pretend that today is what's tipped it Then surely players take some responsibility of there Of course, they have to um, Especially some of the performances we've seen today Namely, lacks out for the first 45 minutes Are just unacceptable You know, not good enough to, to merit wearing the Celtic shirt That has to be fixed Because that's been the problem all season Yes, there's been times Celtic have probably got their tactics wrong But good players adapt and can pull you out a hole I think they've you know, shirked mm. responsibility too often this season Especially today, some of them Ian, what about that? Although John Kennedy may not be your man is Are there personnel issues within that playing squad Which means that any manager's got a bit of a hand tied behind their back? Well, well I'd say one thing about this Whoever is going to be the new Celtic manager Has got a big, big job on his hands I mean, A year or two years ago Many of these players used to be good players. Now they just look a complete shadow of themselves. I mean, it's a big, big job whoever comes in, and I don't envy envy his job. Whoever takes the job on, I don't envy him in the slightest. Yeah, I don't think it's a big job. I think it's a massive job. I really do. I said during the week, Gordon, I think it was Tuesday night, that Double figures for me of the amount of players that will be, have to leave Celtic and probably the players that you have to bring in, the quality. It's not always easy getting the right people. You see today, as much as people say, look, it's the end of John Kennedy's chance for you know, getting Celtic's manager's job. I do agree with you. I think this was his final, final go to it. Um, unfortunately, he's lost that and I don't think he will get the job because I, I think Celtic fans won't accept that now. But you've also got to look at the players. They've got to take responsibility. These these are a lot of guys that know how to win trophies. The, this season, they've been woeful. The loan signings have been woeful. But I think the full club's got to take responsibility. In his statement to the Celtic fans made through Celtic media, Dermot Desmond said that he admitted without qualification, to use his two words, that serious mistakes have been made by the hierarchy throughout the course of this season. It is now seven weeks to the day since Jordan White scored the goal that beat Celtic at Ross County. Seven weeks. And nothing has happened of a constructive nature to fill the managerial vacancy. As Ian on the line says, there's a massive job coming up. Seven weeks have gone by with nothing having been done. Ian, thank you very much for kicking us off. That was Ian in Aberdeen, 01419511025. Let's bring in Frank, who's also a Celtic fan. How would you sum up your feelings tonight, Frank? Gutted. Kennedy should never have got anywhere near being in charge. So he shouldn't have. He should have played that Greg Fingbe left back. That boy's not done anything wrong. And you should have played Griffiths with the start and all. No, not at all. You're, you, uh, no, I disagree with that. You can argue Taylor because Laxalt had a. But would you agree on the Greg Taylor part? Yeah, yeah. I think looking at well, obviously because Laxalt got the hook after forty-five minutes. I watched Taylor last week against Livingston, and I thought he played. I know it's Livingston. We can argue, but I thought he played particularly well. And I think Mark uh, made a good point that. Defensively he's better And you know you've got to come under a little bit of pressure Against Rangers at Ibrox Because of the, the squad and the ability of their players But to say he should have played Lee Griffiths Lee Griffiths ain't fit to go and play 90 minutes just now Then And see if he was 
John Kennedy would probably play him because Lee Griffiths, in my opinion, is a very good talent. I watched him last week, Gordon, after a game doing his, his runs. Lee Griffiths is a mile off the fitness, so I wouldn't blame John mm. Kennedy for that. Did he get the Taylor one wrong today? Yes, he did. I mean, I, I get it, Hugh, because it is inevitable. Managers must take must take the fall. Yeah. But I, I wonder why the, the, the conclusions that people are going to jump to after seeing that today... People are, are saying This is proof that John Kennedy's not got it uh-huh. Why is it not This is proof that these players aren't good enough Why is it never about that um, Again It's the Eddie Howe factor I think Because until such time as you know Who's coming in as manager John Kennedy has been Theoretically in the frame mm-hmm. um, Of course the players uh, You can go through them individually And you could say not up to it, not up to it, not up to it Or in the case of Ryan Christie for example And Mohamed El Yunusi Why aren't they delivering more than they are delivering But tonight John Kennedy is a, a scapegoat And that's because he's the front of house guy But He's a red herring at the same time The The big picture here is Seven mm. weeks since Ross County And counting And Celtic So far as the fans are aware Are nowhere nearer Getting a manager after nearly two months And the the squad is in dire need of overhaul And there's nobody there So, And this is going to sound like I'm on some sort of Defend John Kennedy mission Far from it Mark It might well be that he's just not up to the He's never been a manager before I can totally understand People who don't think he's got the credentials To be Celtic manager But when you go through the team See it is Eddie Howe who takes over he won't be playing Diego Laxalt at left back next season He won't be playing John Joe Kenny at right back Scott Brown will be gone Because he's reached a stage in his career He'll have a bench you would imagine That's going to be a lot stronger than guys that you, you can't rely on Is it just one of those unavoidable facts of management Though you need to, to take the fall? You do, of course That's you, that's what you sign up for John would have known that As soon as Neil went and lost his job And he stepped in He knew it was going to work one of two ways That he would go on a great run And the fans would or some fans would buy into him getting a job um, But if he had one or two poor results He knows he's been at Celtic too long That he would take all the criticism Games like today where I think John will come out and say You know our shape was good And we controlled the game But individual errors And individual deficiencies uh, Have cost him And one of those big decisions that John made Was to play Diego Axel I said before the game It still puzzles me why he would choose Laxalt over Taylor He was punished And Celtic fans see that When you're a manager um, You know You live and die by your decisions And unfortunately for John One of his mm. big decisions Cost his side today I mean Frank Did you see that defeat coming though? It's been A long and difficult season And Rangers have been the dominant force Did you see that coming? I didn't see it coming today I thought we'd have given a better performance And got a victory Because the past few games Will be near them So we have in terms of chances created And we're going to hear this a lot This is what's This is where It depends Do you want to talk only about the 90 minutes Or do you want to take in everything else that's happened Celtic Shouldn't really have lost that game No We no. can agree with that But they yeah. did And it doesn't really matter Because This keeps happening you, know, you can go into it in forensic detail Celtic have missed four chances Celtic have scored an own goal Everything that can go wrong Does go wrong um, But Rangers won the game while not having to break out of a canter. Uh, Again? Yeah, yeah. And And that's uh, to their credit as well as to Celtics. Yeah, uh, you you know. 
the, the, they, they are so dominant in terms of Celtic and the domineering of Celtic uh, that we're back a couple of years to the Mark Warburton time and Graham mm. Murphy and all the rest at Ibrox when Celtic just had Rangers as their plaything. Celtic are now turning into Rangers plaything and that's why the Celtic supporters will now demand that they be given some indication of who's coming in to manage the club and why should they buy a season ticket? Well, the thing that might frustrate Celtic fans today, Gordon, be the season has been a failure. But this was maybe just one last chance. Go and salvage something. Go and try and win something towards the end of a season. Try and impress a new manager. Try and show that you can be here next season. Whatever the incentive would be, and clearly a lot of Celtic fans will feel they didn't get that. 100% they didn't get it, Gordon, because they'd have pinned all their hopes on going and getting a result today, finishing the season a high, a poor, poor season, giving Scott Brown his farewell at Hamden, probably try to win the Scottish Cup, and thinking, right, OK, it's a rebuilding job. Celtic fans just now are sitting scratching their head. Because I think that it was Ian that said There's no information And look Celtic and uh, clubs Big clubs Don't just give out any information But you've got to give something back to the supporters Who's right Season ticket renewals are coming up You've got to give them an encouragement To get them back in And get them excited about next season We don't know Mm. who the manager's got to be John Kennedy's been left in that position How many players are leaving You know it's just Celtic have been a shambles this season A shambles from top to bottom And obviously there's a big change And today was an opportunity To try and finish the season high But once again Rangers just had the beating of them Let's bring in Let's thank Frank for his thoughts And bring in James Who's a Rangers fan in Bishopton How are you feeling tonight James? Oh absolutely brilliant man Honestly Loving it man I found, I found uh, After the Lake Poznan game I don't know if you remember But it was absolutely sensational, honestly. See, watching the, that Rangers team, like, see through lockdown stuff like that, people have been depressed and that. See, Rangers have shot a light on us, man. But it brought us out of depression, man. Now, I, I shouldn't feel sorry for Celtic fans, but I do, because they've been exposed to that, that football through lockdown, being forced to watch that, and it's, it's a shame, honestly. But, but what goes around comes around, doesn't it? But my point is, like, See, see Stephen Gerrard, what he's done this season has has been like it will be one of the greatest sporting achievements. We came from the bottom tier of Scottish football, and in ten years we came back and we won the title. If you look at Juve, they were going for ten in a row this season, and like there's been teams in that that league that have stayed in that league, kept on building, and they couldn't do it. But Inter Milan are going to do it this season, and they're going to stop the ten in a row as well. But See for Rangers to do that It's absolutely sensational And honestly we're, we're the best supporters in the world We're the best club in the world By far That's my point I have no idea how to quantify If Rangers are the best club in the world And if this, this is one of the greatest sporting achievements Hugh I have no idea how we get to the bottom of that um, well, And people will have their own thoughts But clearly what Rangers ha- have done To get a level of domestic dominance this season Is impressive Yeah Stephen Gerrard has On a personal basis Taken himself from the depths of despair When uh, he Lost to Hearts in the Scottish Cup Then lost to Hamilton Ackies, uh At Ibrox in the league 
And was contemplating whether he was in fact The right man for the job uh, He has reinvented himself And he has had an outstanding season He's the manager of the year I don't know how you could pick anyone else um, But uh, I've lived through three nine in a row events And they happen for a reason The ten doesn't happen for a reason um, it happened when Walter Smith uh, had won nine for Rangers And then announced that he was going Which I still think took the edge off his team uh, When Celtic got to nine under Neil Lennon They then bought or gathered together Either through loans or permanent transfer deals A succession of players who were unworthy of the club So tens don't happen for a reason um, but you cannot take anything away from what Steven Gerrard has achieved And they are now miles in front of Celtic Let's bring in J- Jim, from James to Jim And see what Jim made of it Jim's in Shawlands Hello there Hello. Uh, I thought on Friday night I'm a Celtic supporter I thought on Friday night And I said that Celtic didn't win the game And the reason I said that Was because of defence as usual Now this morning, when I heard that Laxer was playing, I was sitting on the phone, but you know, the line was too busy. But watching the game again, it shows you what Taylor, the difference between Taylor and Laxer was, Taylor is a most uh, mobile uh, defender. What I mean by that is, Laxer loves to just run forward every opportunity. But against a team like Rangers, you can't do that. And it caught him out. That's my first point. My yeah. second point. Let's do that first then. Mark, Celtic's fullbacks were a big problem in the first half. Yeah. I think you would agree with that. Oh, without a doubt. Um, Laxalt, yeah, yeah, Jim's right. Laxalt has got a problem in terms of when he goes forward. He doesn't really produce much going forward. But then he'll. He doesn't do the other side either He doesn't get back quick enough It's almost like a, an amble back Now if you go to Ibrox And Daz touched earlier You're going to expect some level of pressure coming at you So it's a part of your game It really should be non-negotiable When you're playing in that position And i just seen almost a lack of effort From him to get back in And John Joe Kenny Was probably a, a bit better in the second half But still miles away from what's required To play that position for Celtic Real problem It was a big decision For John Kennedy He sees these guys Every day In training And he must see Something different From from me well, There's no one else There though really Oh Greg Taylor I'm talking uh, but, but generally Overall Do Celtic have Title winning And European Quality Fullbacks Fullbacks no But I would What I'm saying is For me Greg Taylor Has always been a better player than Laxalt. I've said it numerous occasions, number of times. I don't know why Taylor's on the bench and Laxalt plays. I said it before the game. I've been proved right in that when John Kennedy, it took him 45 minutes to realise that. And by then, you've lost two goals down his side. So it's a costly error. Uh, And I'd be surprised if we see much of Laxalt again. But I think that highlights the problem for Celtic. The loan signings brought in can all just go back to their own club and does it really matter? Well, no, not really because they go back to their, their parent club and it's they're, they're nice and cosy there. I think that has been the problem. Duffy, John Joe Kenny, Laxalt, I think El Yanoussi is probably different because he has contributed and scored goals but 
the other three guys have been disastrous this season. Gordon, there was always that school of thought, oh, the game's always won and lost in the middle of the pitch. But we've seen mm. in recent seasons just how important fullbacks are. Look at any dominant team in any league, always a lot goes into the fullback positions. How many games have we seen this season where Celtic's fullbacks have attacked or defended effectively? No, and I thought they were particularly poor uh, this afternoon, Gordon. I've got to say, when you look at Parson Barisic, for instance, for Rangers, thought they were solid. Didn't think they were particularly great, but they were solid. But you saw that willingness from Patterson yeah, to get forward, yeah, didn't you? But but I thought the you, you look at, I thought Rangers were very clever today, uh, and it shows you that Stephen Gerrard works on educating his players. They see they seen a weakness down that left back position, and we were talking about it during the game. And the minute you can't get the ball, the one thought in his mind is that ball's going into the, the the left back position. There, he takes a good, he takes a sort of a hard tackle from Welsh. Celtic, if you look, I've got six, seven players in that box, Gordon. Now, as much as we criticise Laxalt, they've still got six players in there, seven players to defend that. But take nothing away from Davis. That is a superb mm. finish. I just think that's the difference between Rangers and Celtic. You know. Rangers are working as a team Sometimes Celtic just work individually Jim how are you feeling overall Because we get we get some Celtic fans on this show Who say ah, it's just one bad season And normal service will be resumed next season And everything will be fine But I wonder if you're as optimistic as that Are you worried for what's around the corner? Yeah very much so I can, I can, I can, I can honestly say I think That whoever takes over this job uh, and I'll not be carried day after today. Uh, I thought it was a bit more management wise, uh, you know, he should have picked Taylor for a start. And another thing, uh, well, optimism, I'll tell you something, and if even the next manager takes over, it's going to take, and I'm, I believe in myself here saying this, it's going to take maybe two or three seasons before Celtic will win the league. Wow, two or three seasons before Celtic will win well, the league, says Jim. We need to know the manager's name then uh, before we can come up uh, with uh, an answer to that one. But by my reckoning, five of the outfield who played today for Celtic will not be there at the start of next season. Five. That's why after a seven-week break hmm. from Neil Lennon going, where is the new guy and when's he coming in? 01419511025. What's on your mind? Tell us right now. Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Here till six o'clock. Gordon DL, Hugh Kevens, Mark Wilson. They're all desperate to know what you made of today's game. What went into that 90 minutes? Where did it go well for you, Rangers fans? Where did it go wrong for you, Celtic fans? And what does it say about the bigger picture? Pick up the phone and let us know. Jamie is a Celtic fan in Cardonald. What's your take on it, Jamie? Hi guys, how you doing? Good, thanks. But my point is, uh, for me, when I'm a Celtic fan, when we were beating Rangers week in, week out, there was just a bit in every game, even if you had an injury, like for example, when Dembele was injured and you had to swap him with Griffiths or Edward, you just knew you were going to get the job done. It was a mentality thing. And for me now, I thought maybe after the game at Ibrox, we had a chance of beating them, maybe get our league, our league uh, back on track, but it didn't happen. I thought, we don't believe we can beat them. And today there's a chance with El Ganusi. The one where he took a heavy touch and he was through one-on-one with a goalkeeper. See, for me personally, if that's last week, he's, his first touch is perfect and he dinks the goalkeeper. But only because it's Rangers and it's Ibrox, he's, I don't know if he's overthought it or he just can't get the ball at his feet for whatever reason. For me, it's all down to mentality. 
I'm just wondering what the boys think about that. Tell us more about your theory because I, I like it, Jamie. Um, what 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 goes into that then? Knowing that they they don't have the beating of Rangers this season, knowing that that they are second best in these fixtures, what what, what brings that about? Because it's not like it's not like pressure of a big crowd or anything. No, not not the big crowd. We just knowing it's Rangers, knowing that we haven't beat them this season. We're struggling to beat them. Everybody's saying oh, they've created, they've played well, but. It's already playing well Playing well doesn't win games Putting the ball in the net Plays games And last week They beat Livingston for six And I was quite up for this game today All of a sudden like You see You see I actually You see Dink the goalkeeper last week That's, He's done it a few times So for me If he takes a good first touch He's dinking the goalkeeper today again But His first touch is poor Which is unlike him And for me That's only because It's Rangers And because we can't beat Rangers It's all up in the head it's not today with the boys' ability. He's a great player. I think. I'm sorry, Hugh. Yeah. I think a little bit of that is. I know. What, I know what Jamie's saying there about because I was at Livingston and his finishes last week were very cool and calm and collective. I think that McGregor takes a lot of credit for it because as a striker, you know there's a top quality goalkeeper mm. coming at you. You've got to be perfect. Me personally, I don't think he should take a touch. I think he should just batter it into the back of the net. But the minute he takes that touch, because he knows that. You know, I've got to be perfect here because of who's coming at me. And once again, you've got to give McGregor a lot of credit for it because he went out there as quick as he could possibly could, made it very difficult. But I, I do take on point uh, board with Jamie saying, I think against Livingston, he does think the goalkeeper, I think he scores. But when it comes across against Rangers, the quality of McGregor's in goals, I think the doubt goes into his mind. Steven Gerrard has now gone five derby matches against Celtic. And not lost any Five Then you take into account Everything that has happened this season At Celtic Park The it, it, the list is You could recite it like a poem now The Slavia Prags Ferenc Faros Ross County um, Out the Betfred Cup to Ross County Losing to Ross County in the league Neil Lennon goes The chief executive going The place right now is a mess And there's only one player in that team today that I would absolutely guarantee being in the Celtic team that begins the league next season, and that's David Turnbull. The rest will either be back at their parent clubs, or in the case of Edward, have been sold. And there are others there, like Christie, who may yet be sold. Turnbull's the only one. There's a rebuild around Turnbull. Uh, but this season is done. They will have to put up with perhaps another defeat from Rangers to make it six in a row for Steven Gerrard. But they are in a mess and this requires a monumental overhaul. Jamie, is the damage done on this already then? Because you can only gain so much confidence from beating Livingston. But if you've had the type of season that you've had, perhaps it's understandable, inevitable, that, that you wouldn't have full belief that you can go there. And I'm not saying that makes it acceptable, but... For me though, personally, it doesn't make it acceptable But as a striker, see I've never played striker But I know boys that have not played at half decent levels You need to believe in your ability And these are boys that weren't even professionals You just played the good amateur And for me, Elgin has proved that he's a good player He's a, he's more than a good player, he's a very good player And if you can't, if a professional football player can't get the ball out of his feet For me it's just because there's a block there It's because for me, it was at, it was at Ibrox, it was Rangers And he just thinks that Maybe even the same reason Edward missed the penalty Even I said to my mate when we got the penalty Get to Griffiths Edward's missing this He just doesn't like he's going to score it I just think it's all up in the head right now It's hard to argue with, with Jamie's point When you see Celtic playing reasonably well Out of the four games This season 
they were very poor at Celtic Park but the other three they've matched Rangers in terms of performance wise but there is some sort of block where they just can't get over the line they can't take their chances they aren't clinical enough and it's a dangerous habit to fall into like I was lucky enough when I played for Celtic it was pretty even games where you know you'd win a couple you'd lose a couple but I supported Celtic growing up in the 90s where there was a mental block then Celtic could not beat Rangers for whatever reason and it lasted for years Celtic don't want to fall into that mm. habit again and this season it's shown signs of that they need to fix it and fix it quickly that starts in the next game at Ibrox in a couple of weeks time Jamie I mean how do you fix that then you know what? how are you feeling about the the kind of bigger picture and what's going on at your club well, for me, the way you fix it is you've got two weeks to prepare. I know we've got Aberdeen coming up, but you know, the Aberdeen game, as much as all, every game out at the end of the season doesn't really mean anything, like all you could say they're dead rubbers. For me, you've got one more chance at Rangers, and by by beating them, just you do the basics well, you're back to working hard. You need to, your strikers need to practice finishing at training, your defenders need to practice defending. You just need to grind, go to Rangers, grind out the results, so you've got that belief we can come here next season and win. So if we go, if we go to Ibrox in a fortnight and play where you've been playing, Rangers could take three, four off us. And all of a sudden, come the first uh, Glasgow derby next year, you're, you're terrified of them. The strange thing about that is, Hugh, this goes back to... And th- th- this is intended to be a compliment to Rangers as well. I know it might not sound like that. R- Rangers haven't actually looked like battering Celtic this season no. because they've not had to. There's that level of kind of control, picking their moments. And maybe that belief, maybe what Jamie holds against Celtic, Rangers have the opposite, where they think, ah, no, this, this, this team can't. They won't. They won't beat us. That kind of you know champions mentality. Yeah. I, I get where the put it this way. Looking at the league table, and remember there was a time where, where Brendan Rodgers' side would would properly give Rangers doings. The head to heads between the sides this season, apart from the first one, maybe haven't really looked like that. But Rangers know how to win, and Celtic know how to lose. Rangers started the season uh, or started the derby season, uh, winning two nothing at Celtic Park in October. Celtic, I don't think, had a shot at goal. Now we're in April. Rangers have won 2-0 again. And this time, Celtic have passed up on four guilt-edged chances to score. In between, Celtic have just uh, gone through a season unlike any other that I can recall. It has been disastrous. Now, Jamie can talk about the first game of next season. I, I look at that team Bain will not be Celtic's goalkeeper next season Kenny will be back at Everton Ayer you don't know uh, if he'll be there or not Laxalt will be back in Italy Brown will be at Aberdeen McGregor you don't know Christie you don't know Who's, who's going to come and buy Callum McGregor after this season? And I'm not saying that they won't but you know well, a couple of seasons ago they would have been a, a bigger queue I would imagine yeah, Without doubt but Brendan Rodgers likes him uh, and we'll see uh, Edward will be sold because it's Commercial sense to sell Edward and commercial folly not to sell Edward. And El Yunusi will be back down in England. As I say, for me, the only one who is nailed on mm. to start next season, David Turnbull, and we get back to it. Who's going to manage the club? When will Celtic do something about this? Jamie, I'm trying to get a, a kind of handle on how Celtic fans are, are, are feeling after that. Are you, I mean, we've heard guys using words like, you know, gutted and distraught. I, I think some others might have. Been resigned to this And thought the season was over And saw this coming Type of thing How, how do you feel After that game today? Listen It's never nice losing Obviously When you lose Obviously you hurt For a couple of days For obviously reasons Then it's going to work more And all that part of it For me the, the worst thing is is When you get beat It's There's a, almost an element Right now of Oh well 
we were kind of all, in hindsight we were always going to get beat and that's, for me that's the worst thing because I, 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 I hate losing but I never really believed as much as I thought I, I'm confident in the players I just never really thought I don't believe we can beat Rangers today and I think the players just felt that too and in this rivalry mm. that that's about as, as good as you can do talk about winning games winning trophies if you can Knock the belief out of the other side in this in this mad part of the footballing world. Oh, it happened. That, that, it happened years ago when Ra- Rangers fans didn't believe that they could beat Celtic, and it's turned full circle now. Because I think Jamie's not the only one. He's probably sitting there going, "Do you know what? We just want this season to finish because we, we've not got the belief that they can go to Ibrooks and win as much as we can talk about the chances Celtic created in the second half. You've still mm. got to put them in the net. You've still got to go and win the game." And they do. They can't seem to do that. Uh, as in, will that affect them next year in the first Old Firm game? Absolutely not. There'll be a new manager, and it'll be a completely new team. And Rangers will be stronger as well. So it'll be a different uh, kettle of fish. Unhappy people shout the loudest. It is always the way. So inevitably, a lot of this has been about where Celtic are going wrong. But Brian, you're a Rangers fan, so take the opportunity. Tell us what your team did well today. Focus on the positives. Hi, panel. Hello. Uh, you know, you search your soul to decide what, uh, why your opponent in front of you, right? But what you have to do is, is just accept that your opponent's better than you, and that's exactly, you know, where we are at the moment. Uh, can I take up sure what you said about Turnbull, about building the Celtic sideline Turnbull? Uh, in my opinion, Turnbull's a nice midfielder. He definitely is. He, you know, he plays. He plays with a head up, no doubt. Looks to play a forward pass, no doubt. He's got the potential, you know, to go further. But if you look at Turnbull, I, I didn't think he had any influence in the game at all today. Oh, Brian, is this your way of focusing on the the Rangers positives to tell us how bad David Turnbull was? No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm, what I'm saying at this moment in time, I think there's an over emphasis on Turnbull. If you look at Rangers, three central midfielders today, they did their job to the maximum and they didn't need to look good. You don't need to look good. There's many ways to win football games. And I, I think Turnbull lacks a bit of steel. And as I said, he may he may turn out to be a very, very good football player in the, the future. I'm not going to degrade the guy. But I think Celtic has to look to build the club and not just build it round one one player. Uh, no one's uh, no one's disputing that. Go on, well, Brian, I, I I'm just conscious of the fact that always after these games, I get loads of tweets which say, "Stop talking about why Celtic were so bad. Why are Rangers not getting the credit?" And I'm kind of trying to give you the floor to to let you do that. Yes, and I'll, I know I mentioned Tom. Well, just something that you said. Uh, I feel today we game managed the game. Superbly, yes, we gave away four big chances, no doubt about that. You know, and the penalty. Uh, and Celtic probably should have taken advantage of that. Uh, your last caller, and I think it was Ian, uh, he's probably got a point in mentality. Uh, but seeing your opponents bear on you, uh, it, it, it's very difficult to overcome that. And at this moment in time, Rangers are just better than Celtic as a team. There's absolutely no disputing that. Uh, there's a slight contradiction in what Brian says He said that Rangers managed the game very well Apart from the four sitters that Celtic had That's you know that's Celtic's fault That's not Rangers managing the game well But anyway, we are where we are Rangers are dominant 
Rangers have Steven Gerrard And Michael Beale And Gary McAllister Ross Wilson Everything about the club Is structured properly Momentum is with them And you would back them Very strongly To have a League and Cup Double by the end of the season And they will strengthen In the summer So they are Where they are Celtic Are where they are Which is in a much Darker place With no manager A chief executive Who'll have to Bed himself Into the club Apparently A difference of opinion Over who should be Director of football Or whether there should be One at all And no Clarification yet Of what's happening With Eddie Howe So They are in a Fairly shambolic state It's all about context Mark Wilson If you had never Been aware of anything That goes on in this city And you turned on that game today And you didn't know the backstory And you watched it You would say Oh there's not much Between those sides Can't believe the team In green and white Missed so many chances They could have got something today But then someone says Ah but actually that's the fifth game that they've not managed to win against this side and the team in blue they, they've won the league by 20 points it was over in March yeah. Celtic are going to end the season trophyless so you can you can confine yourself to today or you can put it in context yeah I think you've, you have got to look at the bigger picture how these games have went the previous three meetings how the season has went um, Celtic's season was summed up today you know played well in some parts of the game not clinical enough at one end of the pitch And defensively Weak uh, And that has summed up Their season Rangers It was summed up Perfectly as well for them Kept a clean sheet Relied on their goalkeeper Who's been in the running For player of the year And can put the ball In the back of the net uh, And Rangers Have found themselves In a good habit A habit of winning No matter how they play Can play poor Still win games Can play poor Still keep a clean sheet it's one of the best habits mm. To fall into As a footballer I mean, Brian's general point Is that Rangers Are the better team Gordon mm. I mean at this stage How would How would you argue with that? You can argue with it uh, Especially when you look at the league Especially when you look at The head to head Especially now that They've knocked them out The Scottish Cup So There's not a lot You can argue with Gordon I just think that Looking at that today And we can go And I thought Celtic second half Put a bit of effort in it Create a few chances But you've always got this feeling that even if Celtic have scored, I think Rangers have got the ability as a team to go and just up the pace a little bit and get the goal. It's just that season that Rangers have got the confidence. They know they've got the beating of Celtic. They know they've got the match of them. And I just think that's the way it works sometimes in this city. Do you want to hear what Stephen Gerrard and John Kennedy had to say? We'll play it for you next. After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, but there's still loads of time to get your calls in on 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's hear from the managers involved at Ibrooks today. I think John Kennedy was first in to the media room, and here's what his take on the game was. Very disappointed, obviously we uh, we wanted to, a competition we wanted to keep hold of in terms of the trophy. Uh, we were confident going into the game, um, but that didn't come through, especially in the first half. You know, in terms of our belief in ourselves, and I thought that kind of stunted us in terms of how we approached the game. So, just thought we were a bit too passive first half. Um, in terms of how we pressed the game, in terms of the ball, we're just kind of passing the buck a little bit and not taking responsibility. So, we addressed a little bit of that at half time. Um, I thought second half we then came out. But again, you're giving yourself a lot to do. Having conceded two goals, we came out much more aggressive, created big chances. And if you take one of them, then two one, then you you give yourself a chance. But we did manage to convert again a big chance again. So again, we just have to take it in the chin. Um, 
obviously, obviously sting a bit, but we have to deal with that and, and move forward. When you look at the missed chances and the penalties and such, like, was that, is that symptomatic of Celtic's season? Yeah, a little bit. You know, in terms of where we've been this year, we've had numerous occasions that's been the case. You know, and it's disappointing that today that's resurfaced again. But again, we've got to address that. I've been so successful for a long period of time. You know, when you hit a setback and things aren't quite falling for you as well, it seems to all come in at one time, and that's been the case this year. So, again, we just have to, you know, take what we can out of the season. Obviously, it's not been a very successful one, but again, sometimes that can make you stronger going forward. You know, dealing with that hurt, dealing with the setbacks, um, and just make sure you address that properly and then, and then look forward. It's all about mentality in terms of nothing to play for in terms of uh, trophies, but you've got to have the right mentality, you know, and that's what you've got to show at this club. Regardless, as soon as you pull on the shirt and you step in the pitch, you're representing a team, a club uh, and a fan base. So in terms of the approach to the games, we've got to be out there representing ourselves in the right way. Again, just keep working. Again, you can't stop and feel sorry for yourself. You've got to keep working and put performances in and then hopefully that will kind of uh, lead into the next season again. All fine words, but the facts are these. After a quadruple treble, 12 trophies in a row... Celtic's cupboard is bare There is no manager And there is a player exodus About to happen The Celtic supporters Any day now Will be asked to renew their season tickets What are they renewing a season ticket for? Let's go to Paul Who's a Celtic fan Paul, listening to John Kennedy's explanation there How does how does that resonate with you? Do you agree with what you're hearing? Hey, hey, hi, fan. Hey, I, I agree with some of it. I think some of it's, it feels like he has to say it, and I think some of it's no, not exactly true. When he talks about uh, the club, and the point I'm trying to make is that there's guys that don't want to be there, and still they're getting played, and their egos seem to be ruling the rest a wee bit, where I would have hoped that John Kennedy would be pulling guys off I mean, Edward's not been interested all season for Celtic, but yeah, if you see him playing for France, he's, he's smashing records. Edward shouldn't have been near the penalty. He should have been told you're not taking the penalty. Why? Because he missed sitter after sitter. Yeah, but he, Edward, sc- he scored six penalties for Celtic this season. Right. But today, up until that, he'd missed three chances. Not interested. Lazy. He's not interested. So I would have hoped that Scott Brown or... John Kennedy would have said You're not taking the penalty I, kinda, I get the point Paul right And obviously we do. We all speak with the benefit of hindsight He was having a poor day Some people saying They didn't fancy him to take it But he scored six penalties this season Who should have taken it? I, I don't know That should be worked out That should be uh, it, sh- it shouldn't just be That there's one guy taking the penalties If he was off the park mm. No but that's but that, 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 uh, That's my point It was a, it was a loaded question Paul Because Ryan Christie takes penalties But I, I imagine you would agree He's even more out of form Than Odson Edward Lee Griffiths take penalties But can barely get a game for Celtic So We're on as if it's a big deal That the guy that scored Six penalties this season Was given the nod to take this one Is that not said With the benefit of hindsight? Well I think he should have been Off the park to be honest I think They're so worried That he comes up with A bit of magic I, I think that the, the, the club should be big on it And the guy doesn't want to be there a lot of them don't want to be there, so why should he hold that over? I don't think, I just, the the effort from a lot of them, uh, particularly Edward, is, I just find it. So it, it sounds good, Hugh, and it sounds principled, but at what point are you cutting off your nose if you're leaving Edward yeah. out and playing Albion a Yeti instead? Exactly. 
with regard to Paul's call, Paul, aren't you missing the big picture here? The cupboard is bare. After the quadruple treble, after a decade of not having a trophy this season, one has arrived. The club has no manager. Don't you think the big picture is where are Celtic going from here, not whether Lee Griffiths or Ryan Christie should have taken a penalty oh, to, to be fair though I think Paul is acknowledging that Because Paul Your general point is You can't have players That don't want to be there Exactly 100% That's what my point is So it's been mm. Mismanagement From the start For the guys Who have been kept That don't want to be there And the Celtic of This year Everybody thought it was great I thought it was great That we managed to keep these guys But It's actually come back to bite us in the bum is there, not a, is there a balance there though Mark Because If if Odson Edward not wanting to be there still gets you 21 goals in 37 appearances yeah. this season, it's not that bad, is it? I, listen, I get He's, what Paul's saying. Is he, he the least of Celtic's worries, I, I ultimately? I would think so. Um, sometimes Edward's demeanour, the way he carries himself, does look like laziness. But you're right, Gordon, if he can return 20-odd goals a season, you'd still take that. I would always keep him on the pitch. Uh, I couldn't argue the case for other players who have were on the pitch today. Um who probably don't deserve to be there. And I think it's a real problem. This loan market, players going out of contract, it's, it, it, you know, it leads to performances like we've seen this season. And when you flip the coin and you look at Rangers, guys signing new contracts, people want to be there, want to be part of what Steven Gerrard is building, you see the stark difference uh, in performance levels. And it's something that Celtic need to fix and fix soon uh, if they're going to have any chance of success next season. Yeah, I, I don't buy into the, the shooting of Edward Tate apparently. I, I know that he wasn't having the greatest time in front of goals. But Does Paul not have a point though where he, he no. and although I've tried to pick holes in it, you know, that you get the feeling that he wasn't going to score it no, today? No, no. I, I think, put it this way, see if you flip it to the other side and he doesn't take the penalty and say Griffiths, for instance, misses, you're looking at your top goal scorer. You need to get back in the game. Top goal scorer and he's t- he scores six penalty kicks. Of course he's got to take the penalty kick. He misses it. Well, he didn't miss it. McGregor saved it. It was a poor penalty. But I would, me as a manager, I would always have said, Edward takes a penalty kick. Uh, we're a little bit short on time, Paul, so I will leave it there, but hopefully we can catch up soon. I want to play you the thoughts of Stephen Gerrard, the Rangers manager. We had a previous Celtic fan on the phone saying that he thinks it's a mentality issue. Well, Stephen Gerrard's had plenty of praise for the mentality of his team. The mentality's been top. Uh, we've been questioned in previous years about consistency uh, and mentality, and rightly so because at times we've come up short. But this season so far, there's only St Mirren where you can maybe be critical, but that was on me. Uh, I took that away from the players because I was the one who made the changes. Um, so I'm responsible for that. But from a European point of view, again, Incredible mentality and, and performance level to get where we got to. Um, from a league point of view, we won it in March, which is unheard of. Um, and now it's about you know keeping our standard levels and performance levels for as long as we can, all the way, hopefully till what will be the twenty second of May. But you know, when I look around the group, the dressing room or the bus, I've got plenty of hearts beating behind me, plenty of them in abundance, and um, no one can ever doubt me, players. Um, in, in that capacity when I mean, you're talking about endeavour and heart and desire we, we've got loads of that there's no point just having talent you've got to have good people you've got to have people that are prepared to put the body on the line and that all comes from your heart um, passion and desire that's what these fans uh, demand uh, and what they deserve 
and it's my job to bring people in that are prepared to give that the Rangers fans will love that Hugh Keevans well the, 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 the telling sentence there no point in just having ability you've got to have the heart to back it up there, there aren't enough players in the Celtic team who have the heart to play for Celtic and they'll all be going in the summer anyway but here we have Rangers at the end of a decade of despair a few games away from a League and Cup double here we have Celtic at the end of a decade of delight trophy laden decade of delight for them with an empty cupboard for the first time in 10 years that's the gap that they have to make up and they have to find the infrastructure that Rangers have and they have to find a manager who, like Steven Gerrard, hears hearts beating behind them in the bus because Celtic don't have that. Andy Halliday is on the show every week and a couple of times has said that the biggest difference with Rangers this season has been a shift in mentality. We can talk all day long about how good Tavernier is or Barisic is or Kent and how they've tweaked the shape and Morelos has dropped deeper and all the rest of it he and he knows obviously what the dressing room's like that the biggest difference this season has been a mentality shift at Rangers yeah I think you can tell that and games even when they found it difficult it's just a belief about them and you know say what you like about Steven Gerrard tactically and the training drills or whatever he puts on he has brought a belief to the side that's the main difference uh, and the belief in their manager they, they believe everything he says and they trust in him and you can see it how it comes across in the pitch. Huge difference across the other side of the city at Celtic. That belief isn't there. Um, there's uncertainty with players at the club just now and there couldn't be a bigger difference between the two sides as it stands. Don't get me wrong, Gordon. It's never going to be the only thing because they're clearly well-drilled. They clearly mm-hmm. know their roles and responsibilities and they're very efficiently structured. But go back to it. Andy feels that that's that's the biggest thing that's changed this season, and you can hear how much emphasis Stephen Gerrard's putting on it. Yeah, and all credit goes to him, his staff, and the players because they've done it together. They've done it as a team. They've done it as a unit. They're all in it. They're all fighting for each other. You've got to say, listen, to Stevie Gerrard, there, he's saying all the right things. You said it, Gordon. The Rangers fans will be over the moon with their manager, over the moon with what's going on, and they deserve it because a lot of organisations went into this. And they're in a very good, very good place just now. And with that, the lineup for the next round of the Scottish Cup is complete and it comes around very soon. It's next weekend, Aberdeen taking on Dundee United at Pitodry, Kilmarnock against St Mirren, Rangers against St Johnson, and Hibs against Motherwell. An all Premiership look to the quarter finals. This tournament will be settled very soon. This rearranged format makes for an exciting end to the season, and we're all here for it. Thank you, Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson. And Gordon Dale, thank you for all your calls and tweets for keeping us company throughout the afternoon. It was another successful day for Rangers and an unsuccessful one for Celtic. A 2-0 win for Steven Gerrard's side sees them through to join those sides that I mentioned in the next round. And we will look back on it all from 6 o'clock tomorrow with Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray. So make sure you join us then. Coming up at 6 o'clock, plenty more uh, discussion tomorrow. As for tonight, the chart show is up next.